Pride Never Gets Owned. Hello and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the northern suburbs of Melbourne that is a complete shit show. I am your one and only CEO, Dr. Kieran Thorpe. Hey. And joining me is, I don't know, Chief Dumpster Thank Manager. <laughs> Chief Financial Officer, Head Audio Engineer... And uh, the most handsome person on the podcast. <laughs> uh, you're demoted to assistant. <laughs> <laughs> For all of those. Yeah. Assistant to the CFO. With, I'm also the CFO. <laughs> uh, there you go. Good stuff. We'll, we'll be speaking later. And he's also in a grey peacocky shirt. Uh, more blue than anything, but yes, it does have peacocks on it. And uh, looking very fit because he's been going and doing exercise. Oh, we were just talking about gym. it before we started, which is I'm feeling... Feel a bit tired, Tay, but it's all good. Funnily enough, this t-shirt and shorts combo, Jess and I went to see um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Is it good? It's fantastic. All right, so, I'll go see it. So, absolutely uh, I'll have a movie review next week <laughs> on Bohemian Rhapsody. Look, I really liked it. Like, I understood like everything wasn't exactly historically accurate to, uh, you know, to real-life events about the band Queen. Uh, it wasn't 100% accurate, but... They're telling a story. They've only got a certain amount, you know, they've only got two hours in a film to sort of go through stuff for 30 years of a band. I understand why. But nonetheless, we're coming up the escalator to go to the cinema. Now, which cinema did you go to? Went to Northland. Northland. So you went to Hoyt's. Went to Hoyt's. With the reclinable chairs. And they're fantastic. I'm really enjoying them. Yeah, they're not full recline like gold class, but they're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're okay. For non gold class seats, fantastic. And the guy, I was coming up the escalator and the guy was dressed exactly how I'm dressed now, like below me. All right. <laughs> and I would go to Jess, lucky I'm wearing like a different t-shirt because otherwise we would have been exactly matching. <laughs> oh dear, I didn't know that was possible. I didn't, yeah, it was a bit scary. I had to look back. Luckily, luckily he looked a lot different than I did. Like he yeah. was clean shaven and stuff like that. But uh, I was just like, geez, it's like twinsies over here. <laughs> Bit scary. I never thought that. Could, I never thought I'd see Honestly, man if someone the was same wearing thing. what I was wearing, I'd be like, I probably a wouldn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> or just pointed it out. Just ah, like, there oh. we go. <laughs> we both look back, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've got that t-shirt. That's oh, a good I've shirt. also got probably those shorts. <laughs> Were you wearing the same shoes? Uh, look, only girls focus on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize the guy was wearing the same t-shirt as me until it was pointed out. But that's all good. There you go. <laughs> so yes, Bohemian Rhapsody, apparently a good film. I will go and see that and have a complete movie review next week. I hope so. Now, Mr. Turch. Yes. Do you have a rant for us? I absolutely do. And it's been something that I've been toying with for a while. And this has a second part to that, sorry. But the rant I want to go on right now... It's, Take us it, on a rant. It's about... A rant journey. A rant journey. Yes. A rant, rant journey. Rant journey. A rant... A, a rant journey. Rant, rant, no, I'm stuffing this I up. Don't do that. No. <laughs> what I want to take talk about today is people not respecting the traffic zipper. The what? The traffic zipper. Zipper. What do you mean? Like a... Okay. So let's just say you're driving your car mm-hmm. and you're, like, you're going on to... Like a freeway or a highway, yeah. This and that, and you need to merge mm. into the next lane over. Yeah, the merging lane. The merging. So you go from one merge. lane into, yeah. into into. So you you know they converge, 
and you yeah. have to move over. And to as standard practice, it, uh, uh, this isn't what the rule books say, but you must go as slow as possible when merging onto the freeway <laughs> oh, as yes. to cause the biggest amount of problems oh, yes. for all the oncoming Absolutely. traffic. So if the speed limit is 100 kilometres per hour, you go a solid 60. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And we can solve all of Melbourne's <laughs> traffic problems, problems if, if we do that. If everyone went slower, everyone would be safer. That's <laughs> No, but like you're trying to merge onto there. And then you put your indicator on. And people know that you're going to be merging onto a freeway or a highway or whatever Correct. it is. And you go, right, I'm, the car is sort of beside you. They sort of like back off a little bit. And you go in you front of them. Speed up a little bit. Yeah. You and you in. go in front of them. Yeah. And it works out. What the, And that is the traffic zipper. Mm, okay. See? Like, like a zipper. Yeah. One part goes and then the next and then... So the zip can go up. Yeah. Same as cars. If if everyone works well, mm. if everyone's going at the right speed, that traffic zipper type movement. Yes. Makes for easy merging and 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 lane movement and stuff like that. But you know how a zipper can stuff up? Mm. It's when two teeth of the zipper try to go into one little hole. Yes. And that's what's not only stuffs up your pants zipper and makes you look like a fucking idiot, mm-hmm. it also ruins the traffic, mm-hmm. which also makes you look like a fucking idiot. Correct. And that's, it's the people who don't understand or don't respect the traffic zipper mm-hmm. is what has really been pissing me off recently. Now, when I get onto that merge lane, my goal is to get up to that speed limit as fast as yes, I can. Yes, absolutely. As fast as I can. Yep. Uh, and then generally by the time I look at the speedometer, I'm like, oh shit, I'm speeding, better slow down. But then you're ready to merge because you're then at I can the merge. right speed. That's it. And you can just move in. Just... And I've been getting on, because I get off of Watsonia Station, mm-hmm. I drive up. Do you know? The Queens, in, in onto fact, the Queensboro Highway. When I've been on like the freeway, like the, the big freeway, not the city freeways, the yeah, country yeah. freeways, right? When you've got like, uh, you've got to merge again, but you, you've mm. gone into the roadhouse, but then you're stuck behind a truck. Yeah. I literally stop. Right, mm. not on the freeway yet, yeah. but I'm still I'm about to do, get this. Spe- I literally stop, wait for the truck to merge. Yeah. Right, and then go. All right, now I'm going to floor it. Yeah. Uh, I try think to get behind. Fun, if trying, I think trying to get behind the trucks to get the uh, slip lane kind of thing. Yeah, but it's the like, trucks are going like 40, 50 k's yeah, by the time they merge, and it's yeah. Oh, but, oh, I thought you meant like once you're on the freeway. No, no, no. Once you're before. on the freeway. Once you get on the freeway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I get onto the Watsonia, you know, and onto the ring road. Mm-hmm. Which is a like a big loop here, but it's not really a loop around the city here. <laughs> now, I need people to understand that Turch is using a lot of hand actions right now. There's a lot of hand actions. I'm talking about driving and I'm also half Italian. So, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about this. But, um, as, you, as you know, you got to go up that hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know the hill. And then you got to merge. Yeah. And people, like you said, I want to get to... 100 kilometers Wait, you're talking about... Wait, the freeway here or the... The ring road. You know the ring road yeah, where you've yeah, got yeah. the Greensboro Highway and you sort of go up? You take the ring road down to what's on your station? On the way home, yeah. It's quicker. Oh, yeah. okay. So getting up that hill yeah, to, right. and then to merge, people decide to go, like you said, they go, it's meant to be 100... It's, meant, oh, it's 80 k's there, but people do like 40 mm-hmm. and then try to merge. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then there's all this congestion. They fuck up the zipper because they don't know how to merge properly because they're not going fast enough. And then suddenly you have to go 40 or 30 kilometers an hour. And I get very angry. And I, I don't understand why people can't... Like, you know, this should, this is why driving tests should happen every time you have to renew your license. 
Oh, fuck that. Yeah. See, I reckon a lot more people... I'd have to buy the 10-year license rather than the three-year license. Yeah, why don't you buy the 10-year license? It's way cheaper. I can't remember some some politics or something. (laughs) What? (laughs) Definitely get the 10-year one next time. You won't have to worry about it for 10 years. And it's significantly cheaper. And you get a young photo of you for the rest (laughs) of 10 years. (laughs) I always look good. Look how good I was. That's that's me. No, it's not, sir. You know, but this is the second part to that story about my rant. Yeah, I, I, to- I, I mean, I'm I'm a f- I, I am a fan of the zipper, right? Yeah, the zipper movement. But I do yeah. prefer the buttons. We're talking uh, pants, look, right? Yeah, but because it's a metaphor. Twice, twice <laughs> it's a metaphor. the zipper is broken, and that's yeah. not good when you're out and that zipper's broken. No, that's true. But mm. again. It, when the zipper's broken, it's annoying. Mm. Just like the traffic zipper, mm. it doesn't work. Mm. So what I'm saying is, is we now need to find the button solution for traffic. Uh, well, look, that could be for you to do, <laughs> and I'll get some funding for that one. But, <laughs> like I said last uh, last episode, I went to a wedding over the weekend. Yeah, how was the wedding? Oh, look, it was a lovely wedding. Very exciting. We uh, love weddings here on the, this podcast. The, bride, the bridesmaid was the worst speech they always are. You know, I've worked out why the bridesmaids always do the worst speech. What was the speech about? Give me a okay. synopsis no, no, of the I'll speech. Get, I'm going to just describe the difference between when males do a speech mm-hmm. and when females do a speech. Because mm-hmm. there was a very distinct difference that my brother pointed out. The males, when they do a speech, always talk about the, like the, the groom. So when they tell the stories, they're there in the story because they were there to witness something, but the groom did something Mm. and that's why it's funny. Yes. So like, you know, if I was to do it about yourself, I would say I was there when Kieran did this. Yeah. And it's like, ah, Kieran did that. Like, you know, it doesn't matter that I was there or not. I could be saying, I, I could be, I could have heard that story from someone else and just inserted myself. But at the end of the day, the important part is you did something stupid. Yes, correct. When girls do their speeches, they start off, and I'm sort of paraphrasing the speech I heard. (laughs) I met the bride when I was at university. I went to the library and I saw her (laughs) Uh (laughs) sitting there. Uh You, the groom, need to take care of my best friend because you're taking her away from me. Yep. Oh, see, you're like smiling because you've heard exactly <laughs> the same speech. Uh-huh. And every, every bridesmaid does the same speech. But the, the the best man will always do a speech like, oh, we were hanging out and he did the stupidest thing that got us in trouble. Funny story because he, it's not about him. It's not about the person doing the speech. It's about the groom. Yeah. And that's the big difference between men, like the, the bridesmaid speeches and women's speeches and when men do the speech. There you go. But we're at the wedding. It took your brother to point that out to you. You know what? We were just sort of discussing it and I'm giving him a bit more credit than he deserves. But <laughs> speaking of my brother... All right, let's get Stefan in here. <laughs> Hang on, weren't we talking about zips? Isn't there a zip component? There is a zip thing. So we're walk- So we're the- we-, we were at church. Yeah. You know, walkie... Oh shit, how was that? No, nah, that was all right. It was a short service. We didn't do the full service of the mass. Uh, was it the Catholic church or the, the Anglican church? Uh, no, Catholic. Catholic no, no, Romans, come okay. on, mate, tell right. And but, you, didn't, you didn't do the full service? No, no, no. Most of them don't do that anymore. Unless you're super, super religious, yeah. or that's your thing. So the church has sort of caved and gone, yeah, fuck it, look, they're, look, look, they're here anyway. Well, the only thing they get rid of is the communion. Which is like the, the wafer and the, the wine yeah. when they do that. That's all they really get rid of. The rest is there. Oh, so it's long. It's a long. It's about, it's about half an hour. 
So it's still cut down. Half an hour, 40 minutes at the absolute most, depending on how long the homily is. Was there a bar there? No, it's a church. They didn't, they didn't even give out the wine, buddy. <laughs> Why was there no bar? Because it's a church. An actual church. <laughs> and? Look, you run your I religion. I went you to run, my... You I run went, your religion the way you want, buddy. <laughs> I went to my nephew's uh, prep concert, and there was a bar there. Yeah, but where was... Was it at a church? No, it was at Hamer Hall. See, there, there's a subtle difference between what the two things talk about. Nonetheless, the church... Was there an intermission in this wedding? Could you no, no, no. top up your... No, no, no. no, it was quick. It was good. 40, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and there was a sort of a musical thing. It was great. Bride leaves with the groom, very excited, and they wait outside for photos and stuff. And then how long did you have to wait to the reception part? Oh, that was a while, but Jess and I stayed in a hotel in the city, so we, we had some drinks. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. So, we're walking out of the church, and, you know, we're, everyone's getting out of the pews, which is the seat. That's okay, the proper name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the proper name of the seat. And we're all walking out, and my brother's in front of me. And he gets in, and then a person, other person gets in, and then I get in. Oh, you're doing the zip. And then my brother turns to me and sees a bunch of old Italian ladies walk all together in a group. <laughs> and goes, they're not respecting the zipper. And I'll look at him and go, did you hear my rant? Because I, I sort of like working on like understanding what I'm going to say on the show. And he goes, I'm like, did you hear me talk about the zipper or something? He goes, no, I thought everyone called it the zipper. The, so so wow. me and my brother both independently, like mine was about traffic, his was about people walking through doors, but we both independently called this movement the, zip. the zipper. <laughs> oh, bloody brilliant. Oh. So that was a bit of a long story, <laughs> a bit of a long rant, but it just proves that uh, it's a very important thing for people to to undertake. All right, fast questions. Here we go. Fast speed round. Speed round. Let's get uh, 60 seconds on the clock. We'll add some sound effects here. <laughs> go. Um, all right, I, I don't even know if I've got 60 seconds worth of questions. That's all right, right, here we go. I've got 60 seconds worth of answers. All right. <laughs> what was the funkiest dance move you did on the dance floor? Uh, I danced with my nonna. <laughs> <laughs> what was the funkiest dance move you did? Uh, look. Did you do the floss? No, no, no. Uh, just a regular... Because you know what? It was a woggy sort of dancing sort of sound. Yeah, it's a bit yep. of that sort of stuff. But, you know, just to the, the standard sort of dan- bad dancing. It was actually after the wedding when I when Jess went out with my uncle and aunt who are not too much older than us. And uh, we actually saw a band and they were playing some really cool stuff. And we Did you end up at Cherry Bar? No, we ended up at uh, Melbourne Public. Ah, uh, okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. No, it's good. Good. Weddings. No, receptions are fun. Receptions are fun. Receptions are fun. Last wedding I went to, I think I was with you when we pre-drank before we actually we, went to the ceremony. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, my uncle was, uh, he's again, he's only like you know, 10 years older than me, 15 years older than me or so. And he was telling me about his wedding. And I remember his wedding because he got married a while ago now. Yeah, sorry. But he was like talking about how short the ceremony, like the ceremony yeah. part was. And they literally, because they're not really religious, despite the fact we're all Italian and stuff. Mm. But he just wanted to be like, do you, do you, yep, kiss, that's it. And the celebrant said, look, um, I, I, you have to be at least 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so they did this stupid sand pouring thing into <laughs> a, an hourglass or something, like you know, two-coloured yeah. sand, and you pour it together and it mixes and it's like, oh, your love is like this sand. You can't separate all the coloured sand from one other coloured sand. You're intertwined now. And they were talking about it. And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, that's a real... Pe- like, it's like this tall. And I'm oh, I, uh, like, 
So as tall as you. It's like half, yeah, it's like half a half a meter tall. Yeah. Of this giant thing, hourglass of sand, and <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, because we've moved house like a bunch of times. Like yeah, it just it stays at um, Nonna's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh. No, that's uh, uh, good. Well, well done on Thank attending you. a wedding. Thank you. I was did it, it a Saturday night or was it a Sunday? It was a Saturday night. Saturday night. So oh, we stayed, stayed overnight in the city. Yep. And uh, woke up, had some brekkie, and it was, it was great. Fantastic. Well, talking about zippers. Yep. And cars. Very important. Mm-hmm. Very important. Uh, here, I've got an article here. Driverless cars will lead to more sex in cars. <laughs> oh, study I, finds. You know what? We don't bring in the same article very often. But today we have. <laughs> but go on, Kieran. Self-driving vehicles will lead to a rise in car sex, according to a new study. People will be more likely to eat, sleep, and engage in on-the-road hanky-panky when robot cars become the new normal, according to research published in the most recent issue of the Journal of Annals of Tourism Research. I think I said that right. Yeah, you did it. People will be sleeping in their vehicles, which has implications for roadside hotels. And people... What? That's all right. Continue. Anyway. No, no. I just, it, for people sleeping in... Implications for roadside... Anyway. Yeah, yeah, because what they're basically saying... I'm, I'm going to be in my car in. while I'm it's no, driving no, what around. No, what they're saying is, let's just say you're going to travel interstate. Mm. Well, now, instead of staying at a hotel halfway... Because you won't physically have to drive. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you could just like go. Oh, yeah, drive through the night. Yeah, and you can sleep in your car. Oh, very good. So cars will now have this like almost secondary, especially if you're like traveling oh. to state quite a bit, a secondary function. Mm. As long as they can make it, obviously. Mm. But go. Oh, yeah, it's a ten-hour drive. Beep, and I'll go sleep in the back. Well, there That's you what go. they're sort of implying. And people may be eating in vehicles that function as restaurant pods. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Scott Cohen, who lead the study, told the Fast Company magazine. That led us to think, besides sleeping, what other things will people <laughs> do in cars when free from the task of driving? And you can see that in the long association of automobiles and sex that's represented in just about every coming-of-age movie, it's not a big leap. You can put sex robots... In, in robots, in 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 the edge, so driver driverless cars yeah. put a sex robot and they could drive around. And I think that's what he was sort of implying. He was like going, or what people, or the article that I read anyway was saying that there's like it's going to reduce or make, you know, there are going to be no more, no more hookers on the streets because no, they're going to be in cars. No, 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 like maybe hookers on the streets. I don't know, but no more pay per the hour hotel rooms. Mm. Because that's a thing, or, you know, motels might not be a thing anymore, you know, because that's a lot of business sort of gets drawn up from, you know, people going to have sex with prostitutes and stuff like that. Instead, they could just go, well, you know, drive around for two hours mm. or drive from here to here. And we'll do the hanky-panky. Hanky-panky in the back. Yeah. And then you can get out of the car and it's ready to rock and roll. And I'm at my destination of where I need to be. Yeah. Efficiency. This is what they were really getting at. <laughs> Efficiency. It's pretty good. Yeah. I just don't. I just think that the new Uber <laughs> app is going to be really weird because, <laughs> like, you know, Uber Hooker. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I've got to get to the city in uh, half an hour. My mates, yeah, what am I doing? Risty on the way. <laughs> or you could do like the Uber pool. Uber. Oh, I don't. Pool. Want, you know what? Someone is definitely like, peed in that Uber pool. If that's the case, then there's more, definitely more than pee in that Uber pool. Uh, that is hilarious. 
Uh, he added, "Where? Oh, sorry, it's not impossible or that far fetched to imagine that red light district on the move. Prostitution doesn't need to be legal for this to happen. Plenty of illegal activities happen in cars." He added, "Where prostitution is legal and regulations allow AVs to develop fast and be on the roads quickly, we could see this come together rapidly. Europe is one of those places." It's pretty impressive. I, I think this could definitely. I mean, look, I've said this before on the show. It's going to take me a very long time to get into a self-driving car. Um, and not that I would use a... Obviously, you know, I wouldn't use a hooker in a self-driving car. I'm going to put it out there. But I could see lots of services. I mean, like the whole transport network of, of like, you know, truck drivers and stuff. If self-driving cars do become a reality within our lifetime, then lots of those transport jobs... They're gone. They're gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I think Uber was talking about building, like, flying vehicles, like flying drone kind of things that you can catch for longer distance, like, you know, from here to Geelong, which is like 100 and 110 k's away. They're thinking of building those. Well, the biggest, the big, there's going to be a lot of disruption you know, in the next 20 to 30 years, right? Which is, which is very exciting. Yeah. It's people who are not smart enough to go, I'm a truckie yeah. and... My business is in jeopardy in like ten years' time. I better probably start thinking about upskilling. But you know, or, companies, or thinking about companies like Linfox would be the f- almost the first people to jump on board because hmm. they can just go. You know what? Uh, I'll get uh, once hybrid or you know electric cars become a thing where they're almost like you know like electric cars now even self generate electricity. Electricity. If a truck could do that and run only on electricity. You know, and can do like you know Melbourne to Sydney, a thousand kilometers, or you know, what's that six hundred and sixty miles or six hundred and sixty miles or something like that? Um, yeah, it'd be crazy not to go. Yeah, I'm just gonna you know have ten percent of my fleet like that, thirty, twenty, thirty, forty, change it over time, and yeah, like you know, lots of people lose jobs. But the end uh, of job, the day, jobs will, will be replaced. Oh, yeah, will be replaced. Other things. But it's the people who are not, like like I said, who are not smart enough to realise that their industry could be disrupted. Mm. And that they're not... That I, I feel really sorry for those people who it's just going to come by surprise. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, come by surprise. Anyway, but I've got, a, I've got a slight rant. Go for it. Now we're talking about cars and sex. <laughs> Two of my favourite things. <laughs> I had to go on a um, on a school camp, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, mind you, every time I bloody looked at the teachers, there was four teachers on this camp plus me. Mm. No, no, five teachers on this camp plus me, right? Yeah, I'm not considered a teacher. Yeah, I was just considered this. Thank goodness. Support person. That's, that's real progress. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever considered a teacher, I will never send. I will homeschool my children. <laughs> that's fair enough. And every. I'm there, right? And every time, I sort of turn around, because there's a lot of activities in the campground, right? Which was yep. contained. And every time I looked around, and I'd be like, where the hell is Kath and David, who are the two main teachers? Yeah. Right? They're bloody having a nap. That's pretty good. I know. Then they'd get up, and they'd be like, oh, well, we've got 30 minutes till dinner. Yeah. And then there'd be like, uh, after dinner, there'd be another set of activities, and and they like, sort of, maybe they're going down to the rec hall to do some games or whatever. They're having a nap. And then, where are they? <laughs> they're bloody having a nap. It sounds like they I need... I was just like, they had the best time away. I anyway. Know. It sounds like they need a self-driving car. <laughs> <laughs> it does. But it doesn't. that doesn't actually bring me to my point. 
there were some times where we had to go down to the beach, right? So we walked down, and there's a car park and a toilet down at that beach, right? And we walked down there, and it's the afternoon. Yeah. And there's about three or four cars there spaced apart. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, nothing more. Then a bit of a closer inspection. There's four people in each of these cars. Yeah. And they're not getting out. Okay. And I'm like, odd. This is odd. And like, it's all bushy and all that kind of stuff. So you can't even actually see the beach. Like, you've got to walk past that. Anyway, we, we get back. There were a number of cars that sort of came and went and came and went. And I, I being a smart person that I am, on the second day went, oh, this is drug deals. Oh, for sure. This, yeah, has, to be, this has to be drug this deals. It's all weed. It's all weed or like, you know, some harder drugs down at the beach. For sure. Yeah. There you go. And you keep the kids away. Just you go, you know what, kids? Probably don't go near those cars. <laughs> at one point, as self-driving as they are. <laughs> at one point, I was like, yeah, I can really see why we're sending a, a member of staff up to the toilets every time a kid needs to go to the bathroom. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, I was like, wow. <laughs> this is, I can't believe the police aren't down here. What an easy catch. Uh, yeah. Should have, uh, should have called the police. Should have knocked on them, buddy boy. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> not my... And that's why the cops aren't out there. <laughs> nah, nah, that's not my, that's not my uh, thing. Anyway, just thought I'd share, share that bit of knowledge with you. Uh, well, it was Halloween. Uh, not too long ago. We sort of missed our Halloween episode. Um, we didn't really do anything, but we, we're in Australia, so we don't really celebrate Halloween in Australia because it's just uh, it's not our thing. But did you see what uh, Alex Jones did for Halloween? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Okay. But you just need to say that name, <laughs> and I know it's going to be epic. It's going to be great. So I've got a video for you. So let me just... Um, Explain. I don't know if you ever heard about this. Alex Jones talks about thing that the know, one that got kicked off YouTube. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And we talked. I think we talked about him ages ago. But uh, he has this whole thing. It's meme about him because he did this whole rant about how the government is turning the frogs gay. Have you heard that? No. So I'll, I'll try. Very quick thing. It's apparently he has stated that a chemical from chemical plant and this and that has been going into water supplies. And right. because of that, the frogs have been ingesting and this and that. And the, the population of a certain frog has gone way down. And when they did all this research about why it's happening, they found that this chemical is actually turning them gay. That's what okay. he says they are anyway. Right. But, you know, further research... I've had, I've had someone... I've had a bit of a read of the thing, watched some videos about it with some actual scientists go through the thing and he's right the frogs are turning gay but they're more turning the male frogs are more are turning into like hermaphrodites right <laughs> that's more that's what's happening and it's aspartame which actually is sort of a poison that sort of does this sort of thing but just basically just like changes the hormone imbalance mm. within a very certain frog in a very certain area of america anyway he decided to dress up for halloween <laughs> and here is the video, and hopefully it's not too loud, but I've got some audio set later on to, to put it in. But here we go. I'm so cool, I'm so neat. I'll never have children and I'm sterilized. But the media says I'm totally cool. I'm a gay frog, I'm a gay fish. It's so good, and I think my daddy atrazine. <laughs> Thanks to atrazine, there'll be no more frogs, but we're gay, so it's cool. Thanks, Atrazine. <laughs> so, if if anyone wants to 
YouTube it. Is he back on YouTube now? Well, he's not. No, he's not on any so, sort of social media platforms at all. Um, I think he's on. Oh, I can't remember what the. There's another site he's on at the moment, but he's got his own video hosting stuff on his website. But if you do want to go have some fun, go to YouTube. Just type in Alex Jones Gay Frog, uh, Halloween Gay Frog Halloween, and like there's. Because he was not just dressed for that, just for that little like twenty second clip. He was dressed for it for like ten minutes. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Until the commercial break and he changed. So definitely check it out. It is one of the funniest clips, <laughs> and you can tell his frog costume is fantastic. He's just going on and on. He's he's having a good time. That's funny. Uh, Akira, I talked about winnings at the start of the show, and it's a re- recurring theme with one of my articles. mm Hmm. And I really liked last time how we like remember last episode we talked about the uh, the bride who fattened up her bridesmaids, which were her sisters. <clears throat> yes, I believe that she was a bitch, <laughs> if I recall correctly. I think I found another one for you to psychoanalyze <laughs> because I had so much fun uh, with your professional p- opinion, <laughs> my, my professional. <laughs> <laughs> that I think we deserve another bride. That is, uh, we'll, I think... We'll need to call this a new segment. We have to. Once once every so often we should bring just a wedding story in or <laughs> something like that. So, a um, wife's insane list of rules for hub's husband. An Aussie woman has been slammed as being controlling for the ridiculous list of rules she has made for her husband, which she agrees is harsh. So, um, I won't read out the list yet. But this is what some people have said about her list. You should just get a dog. This is your husband, right? Another person asked. I don't think he agreed to be your slave when you married him. <laughs> uh, one woman wrote, I have guy friends that are married. It's no problem. My boyfriend has a great has great female friends. Again, no problem. You just have to have mutual respect and true love. You don't need these rules. Uh, many users who admittedly appeared not to know Rosie personally said her insecurities and fears her husband would cheat on her were the clear motivations behind the list. And while the straying partner may spell the end of a relationship, uh, so too can she be can be obsessive control. So, would you like to hear <clears throat> the list? I would. Can I have a guess of what might be on this okay, list? Okay, so there's ten. It's like a Ten Commandments sort of thing. Ten Commandments. Um, thou shall not cheat. Well, that's, I think that was a given. Okay. But there's definitely, it's a bit more. Thou shall not drink beer. You know what? Uh, yeah. So one of the rules, so number, uh, what's it here? Number six here is you can drink, but only two times a year or less and not get drunk. Or less. Or less. So basically don't go out and drink. So I'll go through the list. Okay. And you can tell me where it starts to get Wait, crazy. Is, is he banned from going on conferences? Uh, let me go through the <laughs> list. Number one. I would go on many conferences and get shit-faced. Number one. No female friends. <laughs> that's fine. They, that's fine because they can be colleagues. Female right, colleagues. Right. You can have female colleagues. Right. Number two. No social media. Define social. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, no male friends with partners. They must be single males only. So. She's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. uh, Okay. How's this one? This one was one of the most outrageous ones for me. Must work a minimum of 50 hours a week. 
Well, that's probably a blessing in disguise, huh? I was going to say, it's sort of a blessing in disguise, but still, that is like 10 hours more than any person should be working a week. If he's smart, he'll book in conference meetings and go to the bar. So, number five, I sort of get this one. No smoking. Eh, yeah, fine, whatever. So, number six, as I said, uh, can drink, but only two times a year or less and not get drunk. Define drunk. Define can only define two times a year is the thing. <laughs> um, if I just continuously drink <laughs> forever, is that really twice is that a one year? setting? It's on yeah. one setting, yeah. Number seven is no PlayStation or gaming machines. Whoa! So you know, so you can't really even really use your phone, I guess. Hang on, PlayStation's fine. Gaming game machines. machines. Game I machines. think she's referring to the pokey machines. What was that? No, maybe, it, sorry, maybe it, not the Nintendo say, Switch. It does say game machines here. Hmm. So I'd assume like because that PlayStation is there first, I would say... What if they're an educational aid? Well, look. Uh, look, it's a very broad list. Number eight. Now, I know this is the one you're going to hate the most, is no porn. Whoa. Uh, number nine. Must <laughs> keep the house clean at all times, which is... Hang on a second. Let's go back. Number eight was no porn. <laughs> Define porn. Yeah, well, I think the US government say, I'll know porn when I see it. <laughs> I think that's like the almost like the definition of it. Of, of like the um, yeah, just, or the chief justice. or Yeah. So number nine, like I said, was uh, to keep, keep the house, the house clean, clean. All, at all time. And number 10, and this is where your conference thing goes a bit astray. It says, yeah. no going out without me. Hang on, so how does he go to work? I, I don't understand, especially for the 50 hours a week. Well, hang on, no, but but work is conference. Conferences can be work. That's, That's true. That's not going out and having, you know... Well, he's got to do the conferences because he's got to do the 50 hours a week. Yeah. Oh. I think it's a pretty insane list. In fact, I think that... I Why is he with her? I would, yeah. Like, I think later in the Get article... Out. Someone said, like, Leave. you know, he's just like a toxic relationship. And don't should... be pussy whipped. So, anyway, I thought, you know what? If she's got 10 things, I'm going to help a guy out mm-hmm. and I'll write a list back to her mm-hmm. and say, these are the 10 things you can't do. Okay. You know? So, obviously, you know... This, this is applied to married couples, Of right? course, of course. Yeah. So, no, this is just her. This is her list. He should, like, you know... Out of Could the... this be generalised to other people? Well, if you want. If, okay. if someone's writing you a list, you should write them a list back. It's called the art of the deal. It's the negotiation. The art of the deal, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. So... So the first one for her was no female friends. So she reciprocate. No male friends. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, she said no social media. Again, reciprocation. I, I, I think he's actually wrong there. I think it should be no female friends. Because if she's only got female friends, my God, that's just going to turn into to, no, no, no. To bitch chaos. No, 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 no. Right? I've got a response to that. Right, I'll give okay. you a sec here. So number two is no social media for him. Uh, for her, it should be no social media, including no taking of selfies. Oh, right. See, okay. you got out of the deal. You've got uh, to negotiate. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number three. He's not allowed to have any male friends with partners. Must be single only. Uh-huh. She, she can only have female friends that are up to have threesomes with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> out of the deal. Okay, yeah. Got to yeah, negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if he's working 50 hours a week, so should so she should as well. Yep. Fair enough. Easy. So he can't smoke, which is fine. I'm going to assume that she's not smoking. Hmm. So with that, I would say no chocolate. 
Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Okay. Um, she can. Uh, so he can't. This is number six that he can only drink twice a year or less, but he can't get drunk. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same for her. She but, has to get drunk. She has to be sober a minimum of two times a uh, year. No, no. She can drink, but only twice a year or less. But when she does drink, she can only drink light beers. Oh, good one. See, see, yeah. this is this, that. <laughs> that would almost be that's torture. That's pain. That's pain. Okay. So he, she says no porn. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. But since there is no porn, mm. if he wants a wank, mm-hmm. she must give him a minimum of a handjob. That's fair enough. See, that is fair enough. Easy, easy. So he must keep the house clean at all times. She must make dinner every night. <laughs> and the last one. Easy. If you so and it says no going out without me. And that's fine. Okay? But if they are gonna go out, she must be ready on time every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> so mate, if you are listening to this podcast, that's your ten. I think you got some negotiating grounds with all of those things. I we are we are here to help really. We are we're a caring community here. We are at the We Only Do One Take podcast. And if you've got any additional rules, why don't you email them in or send us a rant. Send us a rant, always good. If you've got a controlling partner, let's get you in here. Let's psychoanalyze you two. That'd be funny. <laughs> Well, that was great. Oh, Kieran, you got another bit of news for us? And yes, while we were talking about female sanitary pads. <laughs> well, we were talking about females. Um, I'm not sure if you came across this one, uh, Turch. Teenagers boil sanitary pads to get high. Oh, I didn't see this, but tell me more. <laughs> as bizarre as it sounds, young Indonesians have found another affordable way to get tipsy boiling sanitary pads and drinking the water. Police in Jakarta have arrested several teenagers caught while experimenting with unusual methods of getting intoxicated. Most use menstrual pads to make the formula. Wow. That's... There must be like one guy who studied science and is just like, oh yeah, like menstrual pads have these this one chemical in there, we can synthesise it. Maybe make something. <laughs> the head of the Central Java chapter of the National Narcotics Agency said it was the chlorine in the boiled mixture that created a feeling of flying and hallucination similar to the sensation experienced when taking certain drugs. That makes sense. Chlorine. Yeah, there you go. So basically they should just rub a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Public pool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they should. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't they just... Because, like, chlorine is something you can just buy off the shelf at a pool shop. I would assume, like, you know, if you've got a pool at your house. Yeah, but but it's Jakarta. It's Indonesia. How many pools are there? Um, I don't know. How many sanitary pads? Oh, I don't know. I I've, don't never, know. I've, I've never... I feel like had, we need Jess here to contribute I've never, to... I've never needed to purchase a sanitary pad for myself. Yeah. And I've also never had to buy chlorine from my pool. <laughs> but I would say that... Church is our chief investigative officer. <laughs> but... The CIO. I would, I would say that buying a giant jar full of chlorine from a pool would be easier than synthesizing chlorine from sanitary pads. Why don't you just go sniff petrol? That's probably far easier. 
Now, petrol's expensive. <laughs> mm. Did you see it was like the dollar seventy like last week? Right. What? Yeah, what was with that? Oh, ridiculous! It's back down now, which is good, but still, still too expensive. It's because we've got too many taxes on it. Yeah, it's the taxes. Well, we got we got excise on tax, and then we have got GST on top of the of the the cost and the excise. Do we have any other taxes on it? No, I'll, I think those are the two big ones. So, what's excise tax? So, I think. I saw something about it not too long ago, but like, let's say if petrol's like a dollar a litre, the excise tax is like 40%. Really? And then we pay GST on top of that. Oh, shit. So it goes up to a dollar 40, and then we add another, what, 10% on top of that, another 14 cents. Ridiculous. Jeez, I've got to get into politics and oh, change this. Just excise taxes. I think I've told you this before about the uh, luxury car tax. Hmm. Like oh yeah, they didn't get rid of it. Yeah yeah yeah. Well, I'll tell the viewers, uh, listeners, because uh, I don't think they know. In Australia, anyway, if you are interested in this sort of stuff, the luxury car tax uh, was implemented to increase the amount of sales of Australian-built cars. So we've got the Holden Commodore here and the Ford Falcon. They were the two big cars here, and they're worth about fifty thousand dollars, forty-five, fifty thousand uh, dollars, thirty to fifty. Yeah, 30 depending to 50. on the depending on the the yeah. model that you got. Yeah. Well, those cars there were actually competing against like the Audi M5. Mm. Oh, not the Audi M5, like the BMW M5 series and the Audis and stuff like that. That's what they were comparative to. So when those cars came to Australia, they were also worth between 30000 and 50000 Australian dollars. So they put this luxury car tax on it to increase them to about $70,000. Yeah. Funnily enough, most people still preferred to buy the $70,000 Audi over the $50,000 Commodore. Because they want the luxury. They want the 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 symbol, the status. The status, exactly right. Uh, But Australia no longer makes cars. (laughs) Still haven't gotten rid of that tax. And they never will. And they never will. They never will. Um, Yes. uh, By the way, the election's coming up. Mm -hmm. Who are you voting for? I haven't decided yet, but um, I do know that early voting has started, so I might get in early <laughs> and vote, and that way I don't have to line up on the day. One party that caught my eye. The Reason Party? That used to be the Sex Party. That used to be the Sex Party. Yes, no, but it's not the Sex Party. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we did have a party called the Sex Party in Australia, people. We did. That was a thing. It's now called Reason. Because I think the only thing was they wanted gay marriage and to tax churches. Those those are their two big platforms back in the day, um, and now we've got gay marriage, and now the only other thing they've really got is tax churches. No, no. Well, they wanted to bring in the safe injecting room. Everything the That's Reason true. Party wanted, they got laughed at. Yeah. Uh, like four years ago, and now because they're like, you'll never have euthanasia, you'll never have a safe injecting yeah. room, and medicinal marijuana. Yeah. Won't be. Will never be voted. All three things have passed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy to think, isn't it? <laughs> um, so I think I will be voting the Reason Party. Why not? In the in the upper house. Mm. Um, but there was a party that caught my eye. Yeah. Um, and I for- I can't find it now. <laughs> <laughs> I had the tab open and now it's gone. Um, oh, I That's did, all right. I did. So, I did. So, oh, geez, I can't. All the, all the, all speaking of uh, elections and stuff like that, they just had like, the midterms with the US uh, the, the Australian Battler Party. Ah, uh, yes. I think I've heard of them. The Australian Battler Party. Uh, know nothing about them. Yep. Just thought, what a great name. Great name. 
That's that's marketing 101. Good name. Sex party battlers done. Vote. Now I'm gonna go fishing. Fishing and hunting party's always been a favourite of mine on the ballot. Oh, box. the fishing and shooting party. Fishing, fishing and, and shooting, shooting party. party. My mistake. Do you know what they stand for? They just want to be able to shoot when they walk. That's real simple. Well, that's all they want. But Kieran, the, the uh, midterms have been happening in the USA. Yes. And uh, CNN were about to play uh, Hillary Clinton sort of thing because she wants to make a bit of a comeback. She wants to run for 2020. Ish, no way. <laughs> Hasn't even, she learnt? Hasn't she learnt that she she can't even win when it was rigged for her? <laughs> hasn't now, she? Is the is that all the Democrat Party's got? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But nonetheless, um, so they were talking about her at MSNBC. So this is another clip for you, people. And they decided to play her ad new ad during this thing, you know. But uh, something happened. That was a bit of a mistake. So uh-huh. would you like to watch the video? Oh, right, sure. Excellent. Speaks in terms of critique and criticism without speaking about specific policies, proactive policies. And that's what we need to hear. When you offer the African-American community and offer the country more broadly uh, the depth uh, in terms of policy prescriptions of a single sheet of paper filled with a few talking points, that is insufficient. And so we need to hear very specifically what would he propose to do in Chicago mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, the challenges in Los Angeles or Cleveland or any yeah. other American city. And note here, the concerns of African Americans uh, are not uh, particularly unique in this regard. Americans more broadly concerned about, about gun violence. What we've heard from Mr. Trump uh, have been a series of tweets as opposed to a series of policy prescriptions. We're 70 days out from the election. We're waiting to hear from him serious proposals with respect to serious problems. As you know, Hillary Clinton says that Trump's campaign is appealing to a fringe in the Republican Party that is racist. I want to listen to part of her speech with you and then get your reaction. So here it is. Sure. I am the extra crispy colonel, and my extra crispy $5 Philip is a tasty. Absolutely. going to play, but let me just talk where uh, apparently the, the word was from Hillary Clinton that a fringe element is effectively taking over the <laughs> So, yeah, so instead of playing the, <laughs> the right clip, they played a KFC ad for the, <laughs> the crispiest chicken. You've ever tasted in your life. <laughs> that probably get her the, to get president. I think that's that's you know if they just said free KFC, a bit of free KFC for all, she might get at least a couple of votes. <laughs> oh my god! It's no. better than Madonna's um, uh, like giveaway when the the like in 2016. Do, do you remember that at all? No. Back in 2016, Madonna said that. Everyone, if uh, Hillary Clinton gets elected president, everyone that voted for her, she'll uh, give a blowjob. And I'm like, you know what? That probably turned more people off <laughs> than anything else. <sighs> oh, that's good. No, well, the, yes, the midterms have been. Um, Donald Trump's still president. Well, who would have thought? <laughs> um, and bring on the next two years, I uh, guess. Nah, be another six, buddy. Well, no, no, they're going to ramp up. Well, the next election is going to start ramping up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next election will ramp up. They'll start the, the campaigning for the next next two years. I, I think he'll win. I think, I think he'll win I again. I think he'll win. I think he'll be an eight-year eight president. I absolutely think he will be. 
Mm. But that's just uh, that's just two guys' terrible opinion all the way from Australia. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yes. But Kieran, yes. did you hear? I know that you you're not big on the YouTube controversy, controversy stuff. You don't. That's not something you really follow. What, but I love YouTube. I think I, I, what what YouTube controversy? Well, I watch look, YouTube. You watch a lot of YouTube. I support people on YouTube. Well, I I watch a lot of YouTube stuff. Basically, uh-huh. all the content I watch is on YouTube. I don't think I watch. I don't even watch Netflix. Do you know what I've noticed though? Things like um, news channels like ABC, yeah. MSNBC, uh, NBC are now pushing more of their content because oh, yeah, people yeah. are on YouTube. Exactly right. Yeah, it's a bit scary that. That because they're noticing guys like I mean PewDiePie is the biggest you know most subscribed YouTuber of all time. It's got like fifty five million subscribers or something stupid like that. Um, but he'll get like you know a million, two million, three million hits on a video, and MSNBC or CNN or even Fox News hopefully get a hundred thousand mm. in like you know in a week, whereas you know. Guys like PewDiePie or um, you know other comedy guys or um, like Sargon of a Cad or something like that will get like a million in like a day. They drop something and bam. Yeah, because everyone wants to listen to these these guys and it sort of cut out that sort of you know they'd rather get the news from these guys because they they understand their position and it's one person's opinion on items rather than you know a conglomerate of people who are saying things in a very precise way and it's all written down and all this sort of stuff. And I think it's really good. But one thing is happening... We on- should do a show, right? Yeah. Where we're like a news channel. Yeah. And we have people come in and talk shit. Hello and welcome to the We Only Do One Take <laughs> podcast. It's the only show in the Northern Suburbs on. It's a complete shit show. With me as always is my co-host and CEO... <laughs> Well, one thing that has been happening a lot on YouTube is censorship. We talked just before about uh, Alex Jones, mm, yes. which is very sad. I don't think he should be... I mean, you know, I think he unfairly kicked off a lot of platforms. Um, it's hard to sort of go, you know, all the platforms should he been taken off. But, um, you know, uh, it's a bit sad. Uh, but one thing that happened recently is that a YouTuber put up a video... And our new game came out, very big game, yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay. Now look, I've, I've heard of that. I haven't look. I'm not a big. I haven't played video games in a long time. Is that like um, Dark Knight? No. Dark Souls. Fortnite. No, no. So this is like a, a game by Rockstar. They they used to make all the Grand Theft Auto games. Yeah, they were good. I, I, I can hear. I can just see all the people that are into games just cringing at every word <laughs> that I say right now. Well, I'm trying to give you a bit of backstory. So, uh, Red, Dem- Red Dead Redemption Two is a sequel, obviously, to Red Dead Redemption. And, and Red Dead 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 and it was did a fan- really well. Really fantastic. It was a really game, popular game. Really yeah. popular game. Uh, they've been waiting for number two to come out for a really long time, and it's it's like a open world, like sort of Grand Theft Auto. So it's like Counter Strike. It's <laughs> it's it's like Grand Theft Auto with horses. Set in the wild, wild west. Ah, uh, well, that's a good... That's not like Counter-Strike at all. Not like Counter-Strike no. at all. Close. Shooting. Do do some shooting. Yeah. But, you know... But one of the things in there... Because I sort of get, like, some historically accurate sort of stuff. Do people still land? You know, No, they, no, it's wife. Uh, it's the you know, now. where they get the cords and they plug it in. Nah, no, it's just... Instead of a virtual server over okay. the internet now. Right. But one of the things you can do in the game... 
is uh, see like a feminist type figure in the game, hmm. and this person, like you know, this female figure in the game, is like talking like you know, give women the vote, do all this, la la la, feminist sort of stuff. So hmm. This guy thought, oh, it'd be really funny because he's made lots of YouTube videos before about doing stupid shit in games, including like you know, making the AI like fall down a hill by rolling a barrel in a stupid way and it's really funny or glitching things out. He thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I do something with the feminist mm-hmm. in the in the game? So, with his horse, roped her up, dragged her in, and fed her to the crocodiles. Okay. In a Fun- game. In, in a game. game. In the in game, game. You know? Yeah. Funny video. You know? Got over about a million hits. Million views. Oh, there you go. Not well a big, not a huge YouTuber. Like, I think he had 100,000 subscribers. Uh, let me see the name of the guy if it's here. Um... Uh, uh, Shikaro spelled S-H-I-R-A-K-O so go check him out hmm. channel banned for that video completely banned usually with YouTube it's three strikes yeah like they go, you, this video you it's can't like baseball hack. yeah yeah three like, strikes you know, and you're out yeah yeah like you know this video has content either take it down but you'll also get a strike. And it goes away after like two years of having a strike there. But, mm. you know, don't do video. But channel completely... Gone. Gone. Removed by YouTube. Because this video got so many complaints. Everyone on YouTube got upset. Because it's like, no. Uh, this guy's just doing game things. Well, not everyone. I was on YouTube, but I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> Well, a lot of the big YouTube names in this sort of space. So, Keemstar, he's like a... He does lots of um, debates on YouTube and stuff like that, talking to different YouTubers and content creators, stuff like that. And he came out and said, this is really bad. No, this person shouldn't have been banned. And actually persuaded YouTube to give him his channel back. Did did that work? And it did. I mean, a lot of other people did it too. Keemstar was a big... um, Big a component of that, mm. but he sort of helped that along. I wonder who owns YouTube. Uh, Google, Google oh, owns YouTube. Google owns YouTube, right? So people were obviously talking about the amount of censorship on YouTube and this and that. But Shakira thought, "Fuck you guys," because he re-uploaded his video, got another million views. To push it into their face, just because it's funny, he did another video <laughs> of. <laughs> of and it was titled "Feeding um, uh, Feeding Feminists to the Pigs in, in Red Dead Redemption or something like that. And you can watch it. It's pretty funny. He just ropes her up, drags her around and feeds her to the pigs and stuff like that. Just to push it into their face. And it got like 2 million views or something super like that. But that's something that's been happening on YouTube a, little, a lot more often than people think. The politics of YouTube. Well... I mean, YouTube is a bit more left-leaning than I would like to say it is. And that's come out a few times now. They've even, like, the head of Google and stuff like that have come out and say, yeah, we're sort of, you know... Um, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg's known uh, really well for that, like, shutting down meme pages or more conservative pages, I guess, of, uh, of politics and, and stuff like that, and leaving more left leaning sort of pages mm. and stuff like that. And that's obviously translated into YouTube. Obviously, Alex Jones, more of a right-wing sort of guy rather than a left. Um, those sort See, of it's an interesting one, right? And I find I find the word conservative very interesting. Um, uh, uh, because 
I don't think Alec, like Alex Jones, for example, I don't think conservative is the right word for him. Well, he's more centre right than conservative. Uh, just I've only seen snippets yeah, yeah, yeah. of what he what he does, so I'm not exactly sure what he does. But uh, conservative means someone who is cautious. Yeah. Like someone who is cautious and takes small steps. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the truth. That's one of like your, your core foundations of when someone is conservative. Mm. So, so this person doing this YouTube clip, mm. right, um, is not conservative because no, 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 he's no. taking it's, a huge well, risk. At the end of the day, it's just a YouTuber yeah, just yeah. making like a gaming YouTube channel, making gaming content. And yeah. this is something that anyone who purchases the game can yeah. do in the game. Um, it's an it's an interesting one. YouTube, once again, YouTube's not public. It's not a public uh, service. Yeah, it's a privately owned company. Correct. Who can make their own rules and decide who they want well, or don't want on the platform? Completely true. But when does I think that a lot of the the talk is is when does it become more of a public? When does a private company have to allow free speech? Well. Yeah, when does it become more of a because it's such a ubiquitous mm. within the? Within well, they have such a monopoly. Well, at the end of the day, the only reason why that site works, I mean, YouTube isn't creating that much content itself. No, YouTube's just a platform. Yeah, although they do do their own sort of stuff here and there. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's just a hosting website. The content is user based, and at the end of the day, if the user wants. And the user and the viewer wants to create this type of content. They, well, they should be more. Watch. They should be more cared about their customers, those paying ads. Exactly right. If people are making content and the people aren't going to put ads up on their on their platform, then they've got a problem. But I don't think that would be the problem with one person in these videos. I don't think it would I be don't at think all. It's because YouTube's too huge for that to be an issue. I think, that, yeah. Well, there's obviously that, but it's more of the like, if people, if if you're going to run an ad, I don't care what type of video especially in the gaming world. I don't care what you're doing basically in the game because at the end of the day, I, I've never really associated any ad that I've watched or a product with what the video is about. Yeah. I, I'd never watch an ad and go, oh, I, I'm only going to think of, you know, this YouTuber or this television show. Plus, ad, ad, people who are doing ads should actually be more specific in regards to, I only want to target people who are watching this sort of type of ads. Exactly right. Because and they're more my clientele. That's exactly right. I mean, like, uh, I've, I've talked about 4chan on here before. They can... I believe I introduced you to 4chan. <laughs> if we go back a few podcasts, a few podcasts you were like, you know? what is 4chan? And I was like, let me tell you what 4chan <laughs> is. But, like, that site there, you know, it's got hardcore, you know, very odd, very weird, very non-PC, very non, you know, non-mainstream stuff. Yeah. And the the, oh, the previous owner, Moot, has talked about it many a time, saying that, yeah, like, you know, we struggle to host, host it because, you know, we get so many, we get hundreds and thousands, if not millions of visitors a month, but we can't monetize it because ad companies won't go near us because mm. of the explicit content that's on the site. Yeah, right. You know, there are some, obviously, like, you know, porn sites and this and that that don't mind doing that sort of stuff. But, you know, with a platform like YouTube, yeah, okay, look, this is a gaming video and you might not agree with the person in the game dragging a feminist along and feeding it to crocodiles. But the people watching the video obviously do. 
Yeah, that's exactly. And yeah. if people watching the video, you if know, you don't like million, it, don't watch it. If a million hits are there, uh, let's just say, even if fifty, like you know, everyone watches it twice, that's five hundred thousand different people watching a video. My biggest thing is make your own video. Why you don't like it? Exactly right, and get hopefully just as many clicks. Yeah. Anyway, this guy also put up some other videos recently. Okay. <laughs> uh, he also did deporting a Mexican. <laughs> Hitler gets punched off a cliff and beating up a Chinese man. <laughs> okay, so he's not discriminating. No, no, and that that was one of the big things. Like everyone's defending him, going, "Hey, like you know, yeah, he made a." video about like you know feeding a feminist to the crocodiles but he's also done all these other stupid videos which yeah. i'd prove that it's not he's not going oh feminists all feminists are bad he's just and that's it he's he's just doing fun things in the game like one of my favorite youtubers of all time is video game donkey and <laughs> the one person that's listening to this podcast that who also watches video game donkey understands completely but he plays video games obviously he's a funny guy he's a comedian and he and he reviews games instead but makes funny videos about games and he finds like little things in games that he can exploit and then does voiceovers and yeah, stuff like right. that really funny stuff like two three minute clips and just to clear your mind of all the bullshit and have a laugh perfect sort of stuff but at the end of the day, like, you know, I, I can't imagine an advertiser going, oh, we definitely need to advertise on his thing, mm. on his videos. Mm. But he gets two to three million views on each video. Jeez. That's... So, you know, but he's doing good work. So check out Video Game Donkey. He is one of my favorite YouTubers. I'll show you after this episode. Right, You'll you really go. like him, I think. Church, I, I, there's a huge problem right now. Always. A huge, it's huge always a problem. Problem. I realized that... Uh, here, let me tell the audience what we do. We have a fine setup here of scotch and water and, and technological equipment. And my drinks have not been on a coaster. That's true. My mum will kill you. Don't let me make her listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just realized that they have not been on a coaster. Uh, so I just want to make that public service announcement. Yep. Uh, burglar fails to get into safe, but takes sex toys, Denton police say. <laughs> Sex toys were stolen from an adult novelty shop around 3.30am. <laughs> I thought it was from someone's house at first. Like when you said that, it's like, oh yeah, well, you know what, I'll just take the dildo. Like, <laughs> you know, that was easier to get than the safe. So but he's gone to a sex shop. Yeah. And, yeah okay. An officer who was dispatched to Sarah's Secret in the 3100 block of West University Drive after the burglary was discovered around 9am. I can't imagine there's a second-hand market for sex toys. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, you know, uh, slightly used. <laughs> uh, <laughs> put it on the marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the police said a man-sized hole was cut into the back of the building. <laughs> Once inside, the burglar... I'm thinking of those cartoon man-sized holes, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, actually, the, the man? <laughs> Roadrunner. Like, you know? yeah. Once inside, the burglar apparently tried to force open the safe in the office, but was unsuccessful. Before fleeing, the burglar handed a few sex toys to a second person who was waiting outside. The shop owners don't have an estimate on losses from the burglary. 
<laughs> that is from the Denton Record Chronicle. That's amazing. I would, um, like I said, I don't think there's a second hand. Like, at least they're in packages. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't want to try and sell second hand used. No. I can't imagine there's a, a market for that. There might be. You know, there there probably, could be. There, there could probably be. is. Especially if you said Jesus used it. <laughs> Jesus used plastic dildos. Yeah. Someone sold a toast that looked like Jesus for like $2,000. That's true. Yeah. I've, I've seen that one. I, you know, there potentially might be a second-hand market for sex toys. As our chief investigative officer, <laughs> I think you should check this out. I can imagine, like, people wanting to buy toys used by porn stars. Mm. Or, like, you know, or something stupid or like that. Or, or actresses or actresses or something people. like that. Yeah. You know. Because I know, like, I'm pretty sure people try to sell their used panties and underwear and stuff like that well if there's a market if oh. that's solving a problem good on him i don't know if it's really solving a problem but you know but then again people dress up in fairy costumes and fuck each other so i, I don't even know you know what <laughs> I, I know we talk about this sort of stuff off air but one thing i wanted to try to get on the show was the person who actually is a fairy right and i went on facebook uh-huh. and i thought oh there must be like a furry group <laughs> in in melbourne that i yeah. can join and go hey look we got this podcast. No, no like, you know, I mean, because I'm actually interested in meeting someone that that is into it and discuss it and this and that. Um, and I couldn't find a fairy group in Melbourne. So if anyone knows if there's any fairies in Melbourne or someone is a fairy, we'd love, we'll get, we can change your name, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And we can even do that, that weird voice thing where it's like, well, it won't matter. It won't matter you know, if they change the voice. We just, just change the, just change disguise your name, their yeah. voice. Yeah. It's not like we do a video or anything like that. So, I'd love to get a fairy on here. I think it'd be interesting. We've had actors, we've had musicians, we've had um, scientists, we've had um, cosplayers. We need to get a furry. We need, yeah, all right. Done. We need to get a politician. Well, the Victorian Socialist Party is, is around. <laughs> I've seen those signs. I, I would love to have a chat with him. I think he would be very interesting. All the Aussie, Aussie battlers. Ah, They're battling hard. They're well, battling hard. One CEO to another, I think. That might be the need. The <laughs> uh, thing that we should get on here. Uh, oh, do, you, do you have another article? No, I think you know one what? more. You know what? It, uh, I think it's time to wrap it up. I think it's been a fun... Well, I want to end on one. You want to end on one? I want to end on one. Oh. This isn't actually funny, but I just think... I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates has been talking about poo. I, yes. <laughs> Apparently he's been talking about poo. I saw this headline and I thought, I'm going to bring it in. And then I didn't. And I'm like, oh, I'll look at it later on. And I never did. So I'm glad you're bringing it up. Well, there's two articles here. Um, and it's, why did Bill Gates give a talk with a jar of human poop by his side? Now, he apparently has spent $200 million for researchers and other people to actually solve the people in, in third world countries mm. who don't have sewer systems yep. to poo... Somewhere. Uh, to somewhere and um, for it to not contaminate water and all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, there was a, a forum in Beijing, mm-hmm. right? And the winning team uh, for this poo forum was a team which created toilet seats that detects um, heart failure uh, while you're taking a shit. That's pretty cool. I know. So nothing to do with solving the third world problem. No. But for all of us, we can now sit on the toilet 
and the toilet can tell us if we've got a heart problem. I can imagine in the future that toilets are going to do lots of different things for us. Like, yeah, the toilet tells us about if we, you know, heart condition stuff. But I can ima- I can imagine in the future, like really close, you know, not not distant future. Like we'll probably have Uber poos, you know. Well, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Mobile toilets. <laughs> Um, for work sites, yeah, my work. Yeah. But yeah. like you know, you sit on to the take toilet. A shit, you know, Uber comes with yeah. the toilet, yeah, and it comes goes away. Yeah. Uh, but imagine going to your toilet, you poo, and it goes. Oh, you should probably eat, like you know, a couple more veggies today. Eh, drink some more water. Yeah. Uh, you know, go to the doctor. <laughs> eh, it's a bit. Bl- you know, how great would that be? That'd be amazing. And then you can just get the printout on your... Or get the thing on your phone, the stats on your phone. Yeah. I think, uh, I, think, I, think I want something. Uh. I think you are. And on that shit, we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> Kieran, thank you for another fantastic episode. Thank you, Titch. Uh, for, all our, for all your wanking needs, our lovely wankers out there, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you would like to send us some hate mail... A death threat. Address it to the CEO. <laughs> or a rant. Address that to Turch. <laughs> Record it on your phone. And just, you know what? Even easier. Just email us at weonlydooonetakepodcast at gmail.com and it will absolutely get read or played or um, censored and then played on this show because that's how much we love you guys. That's it. Kieran, thank you very much been a good one <laughs> it has and uh we'll see you guys next thursday yeah. was an, a review of an album by this band called um like this this new rock band called uh, Greta Van Fleet and the guy just shits on them for the whole article <laughs> like it, I just wanted to read out the whole article yeah right that's all I wanted to do it there's this one <laughs> while they're selling out shows all over the world somewhere in a boardroom half a dozen people are figuring out exactly how Jimmy Page and Robert Plant are supposed to fit into a SUV with the rest of the Greta Fan Fleet Boys on a carpool karaoke. <laughs> that was bloody brilliant. Oh my god damn, that's right. And then I listened to the album. Was it shit? Uh, I wouldn't give it a second listen. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like most of our listeners. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs>